Hello listeners and viewers, welcome back to a whole new season of IPA Sessions. As we kick off season three, we are coming at you on video, so hop on over to YouTube at IPA Sessions Podcast. You're always welcome to just listen to us in the audio world out there wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, for this episode, I will be the guinea pig. I am the test subject for figuring out how video works, and I hope that as the season progresses, the video editing skills get better and better. So thank you guys so much for watching, and please click that like and subscribe button. And if you're listening out there in the podcast world, like and subscribe, rate and review, every bit helps. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to another season. Welcome to IPA Sessions. Welcome to IPA Sessions, a podcast for independent artists. I'm your host, Lexi. Today, I'm taking over IPA Sessions for our creative and special guest. He's a podcaster. He's a writer. Please welcome the show's usual host, Kay Jacob. Come on, say hi. Hi. <laughs> Doing something different. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's uh, I, I, I'm back. I'm back to control you and tell you what to say and do. Are you, are you happy? Are you excited? There's something comforting about it, oddly enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, who are you? What do you do? <laughs> it's weird being on the other end of this thing. Uh, I want to try something new for the uh, the third season. And uh, welcome to video, Lexi. We're on video now. Like, if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see us. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, for the listeners out there, um, if you're in the podcast world, listening in your car, uh, stop by YouTube later. Give us a look if you want to see our gorgeous faces. Um, I'm Kay Jacob. I'm the usual host of IPA Sessions, a podcast for independent artists. Uh, and I just wanted to kind of share what I do today as a podcaster. I, I wanted to be in the guest seat. I want to do something special. And Lexi agreed to be kind enough to come on and take over my show because that's what she loves doing. So I let her take the lead. <laughs> uh, I am, as Lexi said, a fellow podcaster. Um, I am a writer and just an all around content creator. I uh, actually have a project planned with Lexi that's in the works to do some uh, short films. And I, uh, on the side, as many of you who've been listening for a while know, I'm a uh, Hollywood teamster. I work locations and we are back at work. We are back. We are back. It feels good. Um, still got a few kinks to work out, but Hey, you know, we'll get there and get that fixed in time. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what I do. You must be pleased. Your strike is done. Uh, I am. I'm happy to be back at work for now. <laughs> I, I marched with you in the strike. That was fun. Yes, you did. It was awesome. So, and I know your show has been doing a lot of updating people on the strike and you've had a lot of people from the strike on. And so you've been very good at keeping people informed on that. So kudos on that. Thank you. Yeah. So we've gotten good reception for those episodes and I think it helped a lot of people specifically. It helped a lot of people uh, outside of the industry that were just kind of like, I don't understand this. I don't get it. And it's not really a big deal. And it's like, well, let's help you know, explain some things and it did its job, which is great. And, you know, here we are, we ended the strike single-handedly. <laughs> what made you even want to do this? Why did you want to do this show? Well, you know, um, when you and I were doing three Deemers, I really loved the, the format. I really enjoyed being able to get on and talk as I like to do. Yes, you do. 
You sure do. <laughs> uh, and, you know, discuss films and just have a good back and forth. And of course we had a third guest. So that, that really helped with the conversation. Uh, and when we were doing that show, I realized a lot of the people that we brought on, we brought on people that were also in the film world itself. And I was like, man, there's a lot of really talented artists out there. I want to find a platform for them, uh, a platform for them. And so when I, uh, when we took a break from three Deemers and we started doing some new stuff on our own, I decided that, Hey, I kind of want to, I want to do something that can highlight all my friends and not just friends, but people that I've met in the industry. Uh, and then that started kind of expanding into people that do music. I started getting into the music world and meeting a lot of musicians, uh, a lot of bands, a lot of self-made uh, people who are doing their own projects. Uh, and then that, of course, went into the art world where I met, you know, actual artists, pen and ink. I met uh, graphic designers. I met an illustrator. Um, then I started meeting authors of books. Um, I was able to get stunt people on. I was able to get wrestlers on, thanks to our awesome friend, Hardcore. Uh, and it just kind of evolved into this awesome place where I could give a platform to the indie artists out there so that they could, you know, be seen and be heard. And that was the whole idea. The whole concept was to be able to allow this platform for the artists. It's today it is for me, but normally uh, it's not for me. It's for the artists. It's their show. And I want to have them on to talk about what they do, why they do it and how they do it. Because I feel like a lot of that's important. You know, a lot of people wake up and they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to go be a filmmaker. It's like, yeah, go be a filmmaker. But maybe they're not sure like, well, how the hell do I do that? And so you can listen to some of the episodes where I have indie filmmakers on that do music videos, short films, full features, uh, TV shows. Uh, and they talk about their process, what they did, how they went about doing it with zero budget. Um, you know, they just used their networking skills. They worked with what equipment they had access to. And I feel like that helps inspire people to be like, well, shit, you know, if they can do it, I, I can do it. And that was the whole point was to be able to inspire people to feel like, hey, you know, you can do this. I mean, that's the whole point of the name is IPA, Inspirations for Practical Applications in Entertainment. And that was what? the goal. What does that name mean? Explain that name because that name is so weird. And like when you're just an outsider, of course, your first thought is beer. And yeah. Of course, I, I always make jokes about it being about beer. So anytime you're around me, that's the first thing I do is make fun of your name. But the <laughs> name actually does mean something, and I shouldn't be mean about it. So like, explain to everybody what your name means. And well, like, it's kind of a context to it. Of course, it's it's kind of a double. Uh... Is it double entendre? I'm not sure what the words are. You forgive my redneckedness. Um, it's a, it's an, it's like an anagram, isn't it? It's yeah, like a, yeah, because uh, like not only does the actual IPA stand for inspirations for practical application, meaning to be inspired by doing the practical application, the actual work, putting it in. Uh, it also stands for IPA. I was a production assistant. I was a PA for many years in film and TV, uh, and. I have to give a special shout out to two location managers that I worked with, my buddy Steve and Lucian. They were the ones that helped me come up with the idea. Uh, and it just kind of worked. And, and I was like, you know what? I like this. And I spent time working on a logo. If you go back and look at the first season, you look at the graphics I put out, it was completely different. And I think throughout that year, that first year of doing this, uh, talking to the artists, I was able to kind of put the show more together and in context of like what's going on, what's happening uh, and, and making it actually look smart and work. You know, there I was able to turn the I and IPA into a, a microphone 
you know, and I try to keep the symbols small and I try to do less is more. Uh, and it seems to work. And now my colors are black and pink because I, I love pink. It's my favorite color. As you can tell, I got it in the background here <laughs> <laughs> and I think it makes things pop. So pink and black, huh? Actually, yeah. that's actually one of my favorite colors too. It's actually, um, very, uh, very, very girly, but it's a good color scheme. It works pops. Mm. So not that I'm insulting your color scheme at all. No, like, it's I okay. I wanted something like. The, the color tone too the the black and the pink is to have something dark with something bright because that's the that's the artist world you know you you want to be that brightness that shines with all that heavy darkness around you you want to stand out and that's why I went with that as well can you give us a technical walkthrough of your process with podcasting uh, so the technical process for me as a podcaster is uh, first and foremost, meeting an artist, reaching out and scheduling, um, availability, a, a date and a time to record. I finally got a rhythm now. And also with my work on the side, and as you well know, most independent artists, they're an independent artist for a reason. They're doing this on their own time, which means they have a nine to five, just like me. Uh, so it tends to be weekends work the best. Uh, if, if we have a day off here in the week, we try and take advantage of that. But for the most part, I tend to record on Saturdays or Sundays. Uh, I record everything in advance. Um, once I secure a date and a time to record with the artists, we settle in and we discuss what's going on. The, the recording itself is, is fairly simple. I use a program called Zencaster for the audio and starting now the video, uh, hopefully this final product's looking great on YouTube. <laughs> um, and once that's done, you know, I save my files and I do my editing for right now. I use a, a program called audacity. Uh, and what's great about Zencaster is when it records my audio, it actually syncs it up. So I no longer have to sync everything up. Both me and the interviewee, uh, do are, you, do you still use audacity? I, I also use audacity. I do. I still I use just, audacity. Um, but think, as of this shit, but it's so simplified that I just like, I keep working with it, but I know a, there are better programs out there to use. There, like, there are honestly, sure. I could say like, it's a free program. So exactly. if someone's out there looking for like an audio editing program, it's free. Yeah. That's the like, whole point is it's free. Um, and I need that because that's yeah. how you get by. It's a free program and it does work. And like I was saying with Zencaster, um, which Zencaster is free, but you can only do so many recordings. Um, so I do pay a premium. It's like, uh, I can't remember. I think I do 10 or 20 bucks a month so that I can record as much as I like, because if you do, uh, if you do the free, you only get like two hours of free recording. And as you know, when you're recording a podcast, the, the show itself may only be an hour, but sometimes you record for about an hour and a half to two hours with people. It just happens and you got to clean it up. But the, that being said, with Zencaster, I can take my audio and it's and I, and I program it into Audacity and it's synced up for me. So I just kind of listen to it. I clean it up. I, you know, try and make the uh, guests sound really good. I try and make myself sound good to take out all my ums and uhs, which since I'm doing something new with video, I'm probably going to be just beating myself over the head of how many times I probably have said uh already and not realized it. But that being it said, <laughs> you're going to have to take out all my likes too. So, you know, <laughs> there's time. a lot of likes. Everyone says like surprisingly everyone, no matter where they're from across it's the a board, generational thing. It really is. We all um, got it beat into our heads in the 80s. The, the Valley Girl stuff became a thing and then right? just became normalized. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. And, you know, 
I take this uh, recordings, um, I finalize my project, and then I just use a, uh, it's called Anchor. It's a program that you and I use for 3Dmers. And I upload my audio into Anchor and I get to program in, in Anchor the setup. Like, here's the name of this, the episode. Here is a brief description of everything. And then I put in links for the artists, like if they have a YouTube or they have um, a Spotify channel, they have an Instagram account, whatever social media links they give me, I plug them into the notes. Uh, and on top of that, I have an amazing friend, Erica Page. Shout out to Erica. She has composed the theme song for this show because I really wanted to present IPA with like a professional radio quality show to it. Uh, I worked in radio for a, a brief while, for about five years in my early 20s, and I really loved it. So I brought all that, you know, knowledge with me and that skill with me. But I, I can't make music. I'm not a musician. So Erica came along. Um, She's brilliant. She is an amazing composer. And I just kind of said, you know, I want something that represents me, a little hillbilly, a little folk, uh, a little New Orleans brass sound to it. And she killed it. It's amazing. I love the theme song for this show. So special thanks to her. Anytime there is a special bonus episode, uh, she tends to be uh, able to create a like a holiday sound that goes along with the original theme song track. So just kind of, you know, tweaks it a little bit. Um, and of course she's a musician herself. So I try and put her music out there as well. So just a shout out to Erica. Thank you for being an, an incredible composer and helping me get a theme song. Cause I think that really helped pulls it all together. Uh, and then, Erica, she's wonderful. She's amazing. Uh, she's yeah. also working but, with us yeah. on our, our projects as well. So she yeah, we work with she everyone. Um, and you know, that being said too, with the podcast being finalized, I, I, I edit in, the introduction, I edit in the music, I edit in the outro, I create one solid episode, and then I upload it into Anchor, I put my description in there, and I set a date to release it, and that's it. It does it all by itself, and then I just uh, basically rinse and repeat. Uh, that's my process. Uh, I hope that wasn't too boring for anyone out there, but it's free. That's how I do it. If you want to do a podcast, come up with a concept, come up with a way to do it, and slowly over time, I've invested in equipment to make it better. That's it. Of course, I look bad because I just yawned. It's not yawning because I'm bored. It's because I've worked all day and I'm tired. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on though. But uh, no, like I, I get you. Did you learn anything working with me on our old show before you went into this? Because I, I think watching your evolution, I look at your show now and I'm like, wow, it's amazing. To, to, to see where you got to because like there's some shit that I'm like back in the day I'm like I wouldn't have thought necessarily and that's not an insult at you but I'm like when I see where you are now I'm like it's impressive to me to see your growth because I'm like I would have never thought to see you get to this level with your own show and that's not a knock on you I'm just like damn like you did really good and when I started working with you I really had to like slap you around to get you into <laughs> shape kind of stuff and that's not like i mean people was, need was that learning like, yeah you caught me in the baby stages i, I didn't there even was know definitely what i was really like, doing but like you're someone who always impresses me in like your work ethic and your ability to learn because it's going to sound insulting but it's not insulting but your Go initial ahead. meeting with you is that like you don't come across as like you're going to get it you know what I mean? Like you always have this kind of, I think it's 
just your southern charm or maybe it's just the way that you come off and <laughs> so you just kind of have this like blase like quality about you and so i don't expect you to have the growth that you have when you do and then i teach you something and then it's like bam you got it and i'm like well shit this person like catches on to stuff really quick and then it's like he's not stupid at all he's really fucking smart and I'm like, he's not just really smart. He's really smart and he catches on and then he evolves very quickly. Like, And so I, it's like watching your growth with just the podcasting space and like watching your growth from where you started with me and your show and then watching your own show and looking at the show that I'm on now. And that's not to knock the show that I'm on, but like, I feel like my show could grow better and be a better show. And I look at your own show and I'm like... I wish in a lot of ways I was still working with you because like I'm so impressed with your growth and where you are. And that's why when I look at films and when I look at projects and all the stuff that I go to work on, you're the first person I go to because I'm like, when I see the confidence that you express and when I see the level of like control that you have and like the fact that you don't get pissed off about things and the fact that you just kind of work and, go forward and, and keep learning and always grow that ability to grow the way that you do is, is shockingly impressive. And very few people have that ability in today's world. And so like I've said before, like from my standpoint, you're my right hand. Like I'm never going to get rid of you. Like there's oh, yeah. never a project. No, I we're attached. Work it's on a, yeah. <laughs> because it's like, it's like to see that degree of confidence and whatever, but like, I need you. Like I yeah. need you there because like it went from like, I don't know if this guy's got it to I can't work without you. Well, and, and that's the, that's I'm sorry to you off. No, but I think it's it's impressive to watch and to see like you as a person to see the growth that you have, not just like but I think it was always there and that it's me who's ignorant and that I was ignorant of you in the start that like this is always been curve. you and that it's like it's not like I guess it's learning you as a person but like I'm, I, you know, I feel ignorant in the fact that I thought less of you in that way and that <laughs> there's more to you as a whole. Like you're like, you're an onion. Right. But like, it, it is genuinely <laughs> so like many layers pod- to peel. Yeah. But you, but you genuinely sucked at podcasting when you started. You genuinely <laughs> I did. did. <laughs> Go back like, and listen to and like the first wrong, couple like, episodes of three Deavers. <laughs> we all sucked, but like, yeah. I mean, like there are areas where we I hadn't had found strength. my voice yet. I hadn't gotten my confidence yet. Yeah. But your ability, to, but your ability to speak now too, like your ability to, to narrate and drive the, the show and to handle things. It's wonderful. Like you're a very good host. You sucked as a host. You were always a terrible <laughs> host. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, it's, like it's, it is. <laughs> it's no, but it's like, you always sucked as a, like, I was like, that was the one thing I would have never thought of. Like, and then there were a few times where I was like, well, he'll be good with this one. He'll be good with this one. Like, I always felt like I had to give you, like, I knew what I was like, he'll be good with this, but like to watch you on your own, to like watch you run and take off on your own. I'm like, shit, he's better than I ever was. I was like, he's it's fucking of- better at this than I am. I'm like, fuck that. Like, and so it's like your growth and your exp- like. I'm I'm truly impressed with you as a whole. Like I think your show is great. I think what you're doing is great. I think what you've got is going on. I don't necessarily know the listener base or whatever, but I think it's wonderful. Like what you're trying to do and how you're trying to get all this. Because when you presented this to me, yeah, I was like, "This you. is this." When you first said this to me, I was like, "This is the stupidest idea I ever heard." <laughs> I was like, "This is dumb." I was like, I don't even know what you're going to do with this or how it's going to go anywhere. And I know I'm like kind of taking over your thing here, but I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck you're going to do with this. And I'm well, like, and here we are. Like, what is this? Like, like almost like two years later. What's two this? years. Yeah. 
I'm like, that's up. so fucking impressive. I'm like, I'm so fucking proud of you. Thank you. Like, genuinely, like, I, I love know your we're honesty. Gonna, like, interviewing that's... you, but like, it's like, I like, dude, like, good, good, good on you. Like, good to see, like, that you're constantly growing in the industry to see, like, your growth as and where you are, and to see that you're no longer PAing, and to see, like, that you're finally where you deserve to be in the industry, and to see that you're in a podcast that's also doing very well with what you're doing and i don't know like your ratings i don't know where like your listenership is because i'm not on that end of it but like the quality of the show you're putting out is excellent like everything is there so i mean you don't really have to try harder as far as that side is concerned you just need to have like the social media stuff and like your fucking ability to figure out the tiktoks i still don't understand TikTok. <laughs> i i still don't understand doing tiktok shit. videos like, that's part of uh, listen i'm just gonna stop you right great. here i am literally going to video because of tiktok i am doing this video feed yes it's great for youtube hi you guys get to see me you get to see lexi and all these amazing guests that'll be on here soon but the reason i am doing video is for tiktok i was so tired of putting together all these fun little images it gets it gets overwhelming and i was like you know what I rather just have video that I can just snip and throw up on TikTok. Like, look at this awesome person talking and you can see them and their excitement and their voice and who they are doing their thing. So this is literally why I'm doing video is for TikTok. And that's, that's not just you YouTube. from Marina, isn't it? Like Marina taught you that shit, doesn't it? I, I literally watched a video that Marina sent us from three Deemers, and I was like, this is awesome. And she tried to give me some, some apps and some stuff to use, but unfortunately with my phone, it wasn't working. So she I had fucking... to get creative. I just kind of figured it out. Like I, I found a different app that I was using. I found a way to basically old school do it and it works. She for sends me, me stuff all the time she's incredible she's incredible i'm still nowhere near her level and i i no. i can only begin to to grasp the time and the patience it takes for her to do that because for me it takes it takes everything to get it done and i oh it's so so aggravating that's why i'm doing this so i can just upload 30 seconds of us talking onto tiktok now without having to put cool little images up because you just see my gorgeous but face it's great, though, that you're at this place where you eliminate the need to bring a person in. I'm like, I'm still at a point where I'm like, well, I would just hire Marina. I'm doing this for free. So <laughs> and it's all about. I, but also, but I, I wanna, would, the reason I don't want to bring someone else. That's why I make friends. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, Jacob, you're my buddy. Like. <laughs> Uh, and I'm glad that you said that though too, because the reason I want as much control over this show as I can is because I want to make sure that I do right by the artist that comes on. Every episode is catered to the artist. Uh, every TikTok that I make, every YouTube snippet I put out there, it's all catered to make sure that the artist looks good, to make sure that what they're trying to say, what truly is them that came out during the conversation, it shows. And I want to make sure that that sticks to it. I don't want someone else doing these videos and not really paying attention, not really having been there for the conversation. I was there for the conversation. I know what they were saying. I know what to look for. I know what to bring out. And that's what I try and do. Um, that's why I have Erica because she's someone that I trust with my sound because it is a weakness of mine. I cannot do music. I I'm, I have no gift. She does. And she handles that. And she's been helping me out with uh ways to, to work on social media. Uh, I've taken advice from you as well, from Justin, uh, shout out to cinema Demori too. Like 
don't don't be uh, down on your podcast. It's great and it's gotten so much better and it's just it's growing in strides. You're developing too. Uh, we're all learning. It's all a learning curve. And we've been both you and I have both been doing this for, for sure. about four years now, maybe five. Yeah, it's, it's coming up on four years for yeah. sure. And so we just you grow and you grow. We started and you get in better. COVID, so yeah, started in 2020. You're right. Uh, Actually, and I think that, it was 2019 we started because it was right at like the start of COVID. It was right before yeah. I moved to Colorado. I was still in Florida when I started. So, And I've always been a behind the scenes kind of person. So I think when starting out with podcasting, I was more comfortable doing the editing for us and like having fun. I've always had fun like mixing in, you know, sound bits and, you know, mixing in our conversations and all that. Like that's I can spend eight, 10 hours just listening and, and editing. I love doing that. I love the technical part. But like having my own show and having to step up, you know, it's a sink or swim position. Like if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. And so I started doing it. And you, you know, a long time back, about maybe 15 minutes ago, you asked me, had I learned anything? And I did. I learned from you how to host, how to carry that conversation. I paid attention. Uh, And then I actually, when I was on my own, I had no choice but to start applying what I knew. And I couldn't rely on you to be there anymore to do that. So I had to step up my game. And now I'm very comfortable. I love what I'm doing. I it's like amazing when someone has to rely on me. That's a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> As a host, you were a great host. And I learned a lot. Now I have my own. I and and you were really good too about you know pointing out like this is who you are, Jacob. Be you. You don't have to change who you are. Uh, just adapt it. And that's what I, I I've I've learned to just accept who I am and how I work and perform and I adapt the parts that work really well, but I also hold on to the bits about me that can be silly or maybe don't necessarily work, but I don't know another way to do it because it's me. It's who I am. So be you. That's what makes the show yours. That's why it's yours. Um, Are you seeing any financial gain from this? Any financial benefits? (laughs) Uh, Zero. (laughs) Uh, My my side job as a location manager, uh, it pays my bills and it helps me slowly invest over time into equipment. This fancy little thing here, this was from a friend. Our good friend Brian Cruz was kind enough to gift me this. I was like, hey, this is awesome. I love it. (laughs) Shout out to Cruise Control. Keeps my stuff clean. It keeps my sound sounding better. Um, I invested in my own mic, uh, my own headphones, uh, my headphones. My girlfriend is a gamer and she got this awesome pair of video uh, game headphones and she wanted me to hear something one day and she put them on my head and I was like, oh my God, the quality, this sounds great. And like it blocks out <laughs> so many things. And I was like, oh, I thought you were just ignoring me. You just can't hear me. This thing's excellent. And so I went and bought the same headphone for myself because I loved it. So like, it's all about learning and finding what I can get, what's affordable and I started off small with everything. Um, so over time, I've invested in myself. So I've gotten a lot of uh, metaphorical financial gains, but not any physical financial gains. Not yet. We'll see. Are you seeing anything from Anchor? Are you doing the Anchor ads or did they take that away? Or So in Anchor, you have to get up to a certain amount. Uh, and, and now it's like a two part process. One part has been finally completed. Uh, I've achieved like a thousand something views. Now I just have to get like a steady stream of like a thousand something else or another. So it's like just climbing, <laughs> just climbing up the chain. But you yeah. know, um, some of the shows I put out, some of the, the sessions I put out, they surprise me sometimes. Like I'm really shocked at what is really popular and, and what people tend to be drawn towards. And I think that's really cool. Um, What's your highest numbers? 
my number one episode has uh 50 listens and it is my buddy darren he did a um he did an interview about his uh short film project and it's just surprisingly just like it just keeps growing and growing and growing uh you actually came in right at number four you didn't quite make top three but you are top five congratulations uh, you oh, have, really your, funny. yeah, you're approaching 40 and that's another thing too. My, my top five are within the 40 to 50, like, uh, listens, uh, and over the last year and a half, they have continued to keep growing, uh, because this has only been, uh, about a year and a half. I'm like number one, right? This. You're the first episode. Yeah. You're number one. That's probably why my number's so high though. It's just because I'm the first episode. Like that's i mean that's fair yeah uh but here's another thing justin is uh with his episode he was the second episode he's right behind you at number five okay uh number number two is our illustrator that we had on who is a children's book uh illustrator he illustrated a children's book and that that has been doing really well and it's actually it's it's so funny because when i check the numbers they they go up slowly over time as more people tune in they listen um they go up and you'll see that like the illustrator and Darren's short film, they just keep, you know, matching each other, getting really close in numbers. It's, it's fascinating. Like one week it'll be the number one, the next week it won't be. It's, it's really cool to see that. Um, I have a really good male to female ratio according to just the Spotify listeners. Um, unfortunately, Anchor only tells me the Spotify uh, gender and Spotify listeners. Uh, but it does let me know that I have a about 60% listener Spotify and about 40% Apple and about 2% everything else. So, <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. And, and that's, and that's a huge jump with Apple. Apple just jumped all of a sudden. Cause for the longest time I only had about maybe 10% Apple listeners. Um, I have a huge, uh, I have most of my listeners here in America. Uh, but I tend to have listeners from Canada, the UK, Australia, and Ireland that jump in the mix occasionally as well. Uh, that tends to stick around three to 4%, which is interesting to me. Cause I'm like, I, I don't know that much, or I don't know anyone really in most of those places. I know one person that travels to Ireland, but doesn't live there. So I, I don't know where these listeners are coming from, but I appreciate their, their listening. Um, so yeah, it's the analytics thing is pretty cool to look at uh, as a podcaster to see it grow. Uh, and, and right now it's been nice because, um, the, the steady amount of, you know, they, they say like the loyal listeners that like, as soon as an episode drops, they listen. Um, it's been growing. I actually, I just dropped an episode, uh, last week and it's already like up to about somewhere between 15 and 20 listens, but like on day one, uh, it had seven listens immediately fully through. And I was like, oh, wow, like it's doing it's like that's really cool to see that growth. And I know that these numbers sound small to a lot of people, but I've only been doing this for about a year and a half. So to me, I, I find that exciting that it's gone up from like one listen every two weeks. That's how it starts. That's the reality of when you start a podcast. You're not going to drop it and be like, I got 40,000 listeners like it doesn't happen. You got to work at it and you got to make sure that you're putting out the content and that you're loyal to your content you're loyal to what you're putting out there and you just keep putting it out there and the fan base will follow the uh supporters will follow so that's the What's metaphorical the- gain that i've gotten <laughs> that's my financial gain is <laughs> listeners growing what's something discouraging that you've pushed through or resolved i think at first starting out um kind of what we just discussed the the listener and understanding how the platform works understanding how to get that following, to get the support, uh, it can be really discouraging at first. It, it really can. It can kind of get you down because you're like, I worked really hard. This artist is amazing. Why is no one listening to this? 
but then slowly over time you start to release more content your stuff starts to circulate and then you start realizing like oh it's not really about me it's not really about the artist it's about that marketing it's about getting it out there so i've had to develop skills to you know grow my show and find ways to put my show out there i'm still very weak in the social media area and i'm trying to develop that and, and get it better um I'm hoping to get help with that soon and see what I can do to make it better. Uh, but again, this is stuff that you have to invest time. You have to invest your own money into. So that, that can be very discouraging is seeing those numbers. When you first start out, you're, you're lucky by, you know, the end of the week to have more than three listeners. Sometimes social media is very hard. It really um, is. Like I'm, I think I understand it and then I don't understand it. And I think, you know, there are people who are doing less than me and they're having more success. And then there are people that are doing, you know, as much as I am and they're not having any success and I'm having like middle ground success, but I can't get like anywhere. So, you know, it's like, it's always this 50, 50 and then you have to find yourself, you know, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? You know, is is watching a class going to help me is watching a class not going to help me like i really don't know what the answers are and where i'm moving into do you know what's helped me lexi what this podcast this has helped me interviewing yeah. other artists hearing what they go through hearing all of how they you know handled their their situation how they come through it on the other side and like how they persevered that really does as cheesy as it is, it really does inspire me. And it it's, I listen to what they say and I apply that to this podcast, even with musicians that say like, well, I do a technique like this with my recordings. It's like, I wonder if that will apply to my podcast. And it works. It, it does. It's all about the attitude. It's about the confidence and, and pushing yeah. through and just sticking to your guns and doing it. It really, as silly as it sounds when people are like, well, just do it. Yeah, you do. You got to do it. You just do it. But you don't stop. You don't do it and go, oh, well, I right. failed. It's not safe. No, you keep doing it. You keep at it. Well, and there's a lot of those artists that you have. Like, I know I know that one of the artists that you had on was a friend of mine, Jerk. Jerk's great. Yeah. Jerk doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't. That's a great session, by the way. Go and yeah. listen to it. It's wonderful. Like, he's a great so guy. Down to he's, earth. He's someone who I look at and I'm like you are working with me delivering flowers in a flower shop and you should be higher. And I'm like, I don't know why you're here with me, but then again, I don't know why he's with like me all independent either. artists. He's like, got to pay bills. Like, well, but you know, it's like, I look at that with him, but then I look at like how he promotes himself and how he, whatever. And it's like, he didn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, I don't want to play with this and I don't want to do this. And, He's like, he said he makes all his own stuff himself. He does everything himself. And he's just he put out for, four albums in the course of yeah. three months, four full albums that he yeah. fully produced and made the beats along with the exception of two of them having a friend that he uh, co-wrote well, and co-worked with. While working five days a week with me. Like, while working five work days with a week. Me. He'd come to work with me struggle. and then he'd go home and then he'd go work that all night. And then he'd come to work the next day with me at like mm -hmm. 830 in the morning, like go to work and fucking deliver flowers. So like. When he was doing those albums, I was with him the whole time. He'd send me like individual tracks. And he'd be like, "How's this? And how's that? And like, whatever." And I was like, "This is good, but do this." And like, I was like, I was giving him support, and I was giving him like, you know, feedback on everything. He said I was one of the only people to give him like proper critical feedback 
Oh, that's why I like you. You're, you have no problem being honest with someone. And the thing is you, you always go, you know, I'm sorry if you think I'm going to shit on you, or I'm sorry if you think I'm about to bash this. It's like, no, it needs to be heard because if you don't listen to that criticism, you're not going to grow. You're not going to get better. Like Cause if you keep it in your head that like, I don't get it, I'm doing everything right. I'm really good. And it's like, but someone's trying to tell you like, yeah, you're good, but like you should maybe work on that. That seems but, to be a real issue. Well, you I call actually, it out. You say it. I actually am a musician, so I understand music. So it's like, I know music theory. And so when he sends me stuff, I'm like, your beat structure is excellent. Like, I'm like, you're using like this rhythm table with this. And then I'm doing this. And I was like, I love how your use of like this and this and here is like that. And then I was like, there's a sample you're using in here. And that's excellent here. And then I was like, the way that your flow structure works with your beat structure is like, you know, super like excellent. I'm like, you're really good at finding a beat structure to work with your flow structure. That's like solid. And he was like, you're the only person to ever like give me that kind of like proper, like, feedback on any of my work or whatever and i was like oh i was like i didn't i was like i wasn't thought i was being weird and i was yeah. just like no that's just me i'm like real artists to do, do real, that. right real artists that want to grow and improve at what they're doing are open to criticism are willing to listen to it i tell people all the time like accept the criticism listen to it you don't have to agree with it you just need to hear it you need to listen to it and think on it and apply that to you. And if it's something that you work on and you go, well, I'll try it out. And you're like, no, this isn't it. Then that's fine. They were wrong. But it, it helps to listen because you might find a way to tweak something else to make yourself better. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's ask you another question here. Go for it. Uh, what drives you? What makes you want to even do this? What motivates you? Um. <laughs> it's so funny being on the other end of this. I, I really didn't think about that. <laughs> I ask that question all the time. I can't be still. <laughs> like it's the ADHD. It's the ADD. <laughs> I'm ADD. I'm old school. I'm ADD. I'm attention deficit original. Um, no, I I want to be creative. I want to put work out there, and I want to kind of adapted everything because what I do in the podcast world, what I do on locations, all that work that I go through, all the people that I meet, everyone that I network with, I want to be able to find a way to bring that all together for my own selfish reasons, to to do my own film projects, to be able to write and produce, you know, works of art that I can be proud of with people that I know, people that I've trust, people that I know are actually gifted, they are actually talented and they haven't been given the time of day that they deserve. And I'm not saying that I'm one of those people that I, I have a time of day and I haven't been given it yet. I'm working for that. But there are many people, people I've had on my show that are leaps and bounds above me, above many people, really, really good at what they do. And they have not gotten the proper recognition. And so I think what drives me is being able to give them that recognition, try and help at least put it out there in another platform, another, you know, outlet that like hey this person's awesome check out their work go support them you know see how great they are and i think when other people succeed i'm one of those people that i i feel that success i share in that i don't get jealous i don't go well why did they get it and i didn't no i i'm happy i'm truly joyful that they have done it because that makes me go i can do it because i do know that if they can do it i can do it and that's the whole point. You know, that's what drives me is being able to be like, I want to share in that success. I want to make someone better and I want them to be able to make me better. 
I want that mentality to keep going. And I want this broken world that we have in the Hollywood industry. I want this broken world that we have in the music industry, in the arts in general, that has just become this image and it's not what it's supposed to be. It's, it's a facade. It's not real. There are real talented people out there that deserve the time and day and they're not getting it. And I want to do everything I can as small as my following is as small as I am as a podcaster, I want to put them out there and promote them. And like I've said from day one, this show is not about me. It has nothing to do with me. My drive really is promoting independent artists and showcasing who they are because they deserve that. How is that selfish? That's beautiful. Why is that selfish? <laughs> I don't know. Your goal oh, is, I just meant... you're literally, you just said that your because whole goal is because it's my selfish goal <laughs> to, to succeed and help other people have success through your success. Like you literally just said your whole drive in life is to make sure that everybody else has success, but that's selfish. Well, I want to make sure they have success as well as my own success. Like if they succeed, succeed. if I succeed, they succeed. I don't know. That's how I think. (laughs) I think, I think you like need to realize there's a lot more humility in that than you realize. I I never thought about that. Your goals are much more humble than you might think. Like, and even this, like, you're like, I didn't do this for me. I did this to make sure other people have success and goals. So you took your own money, your own time to make a show to showcase other people and their talents. Yeah. I took my time. I'm like, shit, what was I thinking? (laughs) I took my time to make a show where I could talk about shit that I wanted to talk about. So you just remember that, that I made a show about me and my thoughts and my opinions. And then I put you on it so I could talk over you. That's fair. Just saying. And then you said, hey, I made a show and the first episode is going to be about you and I'm going to showcase you and how great I think you are. And I'm like, great. I'm going to make another show and I'm going to make it about me somehow still. (laughs) (laughs) And oh yeah, I'm also making a movie and it's my movie and you're going to help me with it. But that's okay because it's my movie and you're just going to help me with it. Hey, your success is my success. That's how it works. (laughs) Which genuinely though, like I also do actually work the same way as much as I'm talking shit here. Like all my goals in life have always been to make sure that everybody that I'm friends with and everybody that I know that I can see success for them too. And I think that's a beautiful way to be. So like kudos, like there should be more people like that in the world. And that should be the thought process. Like, why don't you want to see your friends succeed? Why don't you want to see other people do well and succeed? That attitude of like, Oh, they're doing better than me. Go fuck yourself. I'm like, listen, I've felt a little petty in my life more than once or twice. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, you know, I think everyone can use a little more humility in their life. It's okay to humble yourself a little bit. It's okay to admit that you made a mistake. It's okay to admit that you messed up, that you may have been wrong. That's okay. Like you can, you can be in the wrong. You can be the bad guy. And I think being able to accept that makes you a better person. It, it to accept it, acknowledge that you're in the wrong, but to to do to do better. <laughs> Don't stay being a bad guy. <laughs> Learn right. from it. Learn from it. And if you're gonna be a bad guy, at least do it right and have like a really good costume. Yeah, so, leather like, leather jacket, right. spiked helmet. Yeah, right. Don't dress like Elon Musk. Yeah. Road warrior, that stuff. Come on now, road warrior. No, no t-shirts and stuff. <laughs> like I mean, come on now. Uh, what's a hard reality you've had to deal with and accept? Like just a fact of life. 
Oh, that's a good question. I ask that one all the time too. Um, I don't know how people answer these. <laughs> uh, there's no one that's going to help you. That's the hard reality. It's you. It's all on you. You have to be the one to believe in yourself. You have to be the one to push through. You have to be the one to do what needs to be done. You cannot rely on others. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't. If you have good connections with people that you get along with, like I said earlier, Erica Page is amazing. She's someone that I rely on when it comes to music. You, as one of my friends, are someone that I rely on when it comes to tips and information. When I need help, like for example, you know, you you said you suggested, hey, why don't you interview yourself? And I was like, I don't really want to do that. But since I'm doing a new platform here with the video, I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's get on. Let's get on video and have you interview me. Um, so I rely on you for certain things, but. When it comes to getting the episode recorded, getting the talent in, getting the artists you know, together, um, editing it, putting it out there, it's all me. I rely on myself to get it done. And that's a hard reality is knowing that like, when it comes to something you are passionate about, you are driven by, that you want to do, you have to do it. No one else can help you. It yeah, that shit's it hard. Well, it was kind of like when you and I started, but like I knew... See, that's hard, too, because, like, I knew that I couldn't do it alone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I knew that there was no way that I could do a show by myself because I know how people react to me when I present opinions and stuff. And I knew that if I didn't have somebody like you there, that it was just going to be a one-way reaction of, like, this bitch hates everything. <laughs> Which, like, it very well would come across that way because when I don't have somebody like you there helping me have that play off of, I know that I needed that. So it was necessary for somebody like me to find somebody that I could work with. And so I think, while I agree with you to an extent, I think there are people out there that do need to find the right people. Like I know, but that's just it. They, they have to do, that's what I'm saying by like, you have to rely on yourself. If you need help, you have to find it. That's the hard reality. You have to do it. They're not going to come to you. You have to go to them. You got to find them. Like, I wish I had known you in my twenties. Cause like I would have worked with you a lot sooner. Cause I don't, the people I had in my life to work with weren't helpful and they weren't working with me. And so I well, tried we to each work other, on but my we live far apart. <laughs> but, but like I, I didn't like when I when I went to film school. My friend that I went to film school with, who I expected would be with me working on films, and then he just like fucked off on me, and that's fine. Like that's the reality of life. Is like you can't just rely on like your friends from high school to like always be there. But then I had this, you know, then I started having to figure out everything on my my own. And because he was smart and he could do everything on his own, it made me feel this like feeling of I had to figure out how to do everything on my own. But I'm not tech savvy and I'm not a computer person. And so I couldn't figure out, you know, a lot of the video editing stuff that I needed to figure out. And there was like a lot of things. And I was like, I'm a talent. Like I'm a, I'm an actor and I'm this and I'm that yeah. I'm a camera operator. I'm an excellent camera operator. I'm an excellent photographer. I'm like, I shouldn't have to do everything. And I think like 
that's one of the big problems with like YouTube and the modern influencer era is that there's an expectation of these people to be able to do every single skill set. And I don't think that everybody should have to have every single skill set under their belt. I think that it weakens you in some areas and doesn't allow you to really focus your skill set. This doesn't mean that people can't be like savants and be like just sick at everything like all at once. There are people out there like that, but you know yourself, like there's no way you're going to be amazing at everything. And so it's really great when you can find like an Erica so that you have a music person because Erica's really good with like audio. That's like her thing. So it's like now you have an audio person like you have me if you ever wanted to shoot stuff like filming like I'm an excellent camera operator like honestly like you have that now so it's like if you needed that you have that you have a cinematographer like you have other people in your life like that so every day that you're out there like building that like you're talking about you're building your little army of like film people to build your own whatever I think those are really important to build and those connections are necessary as well and so don't look that that ability to build those connections, like shy away from that, like always build those and don't, don't think you have to do everything on your own as well. And so as much as you're saying, like what you're saying, I don't disagree that it's your show and you have to whatever, but like, if you could have help in their areas that like, I can come in and help you like I am today and things like that, like, like look for it, like take the yeah. help where you can. Like, I'm just saying that the hard reality is that like this show would not be done if I didn't do it, that's what I meant by that. Like it's the hard reality is you have to do these things. You have to do it. This is me just doing it. Like I'm doing it. And this would not happen if I wasn't doing it. I wouldn't have Eric. I wouldn't have you. I wouldn't have these amazing artists if I wasn't doing it. That's what I was trying to say. I think that's fair. Yeah. What's your most valuable takeaway you've learned from the experience? The amazing people that I've met the valuable takeaway I've gotten from all of them is that every single person that has sat down and talked to and has had a, no matter what, like I said earlier, no matter what they do, whether they're a pro wrestler, um, an actual filmmaker, a musician, a stunt person, an artist. Um, I listen to their session. I listen to when I'm talking to them and what they're actually telling me through all their struggles, through all their hard realities, through their challenges and, you know, their, I guess, upsets, but then also what they succeed at and like the payoffs that they have and like hearing all of what they do and how they apply things. I've been doing that to myself. I think the reason this show itself, in my opinion, is slowly starting to grow and grow and grow and get better. And like you said earlier, which thank you for the compliment, you know, I've gotten better is because I'm listening to what they're telling me and I'm applying that to this show. I'm doing what they're saying. I'm actually applying the practical application. <laughs> like, I'm doing it. I'm putting in the work. Um, and it's been a great takeaway for me because it has helped this show get better. Uh, the quality is better. The the audio, the the style, the conversation, you know, uh, I'm learning how to make everything work uh, and also still stay true to what I want it to do. Um, it's helped me grow. It's inspired me. My writing outside of this podcast, my writing has gotten tremendous. I have a friend of mine that's a writer. I got to interview and talking to him. It was like, this is great. I needed this. Uh, that's helped me out a lot. When I go to work, you know, my day to day, I'm able to take a lot of what I got from other people with their own work uh, and how they handle their work life situation. It, it helps. 
So my valuable takeaway is literally this show <laughs> and the, and the artists and like what they've gone through, their experience, their personal journey that they shared. That's been the greatest takeaway I could get because it's only helped me improve as an artist myself. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I'm glad that that's something you were able to gain from it. What's something unexpected that you've had to face maybe something you've had to learn in the moment time zones <laughs> hell yeah uh, time that zones <laughs> when you're trying to get together with an artist and you know i live in los angeles and they live all the way over in pennsylvania and you're like three hours apart and you schedule a, a meeting and it's like yeah okay see you at two and then you realize oh no it's to their time it's 12 or 11 my time i messed up i've i've done that so many no matter how many times i've been doing this no matter how many guests i've had i still will mess that up so i started a system for myself to be like hey put out a reminder set an alarm remind yourself like hey it's your time zone their time zone and like you know little reminder for myself because that's that's been difficult <laughs> It's been very, it, it always catches me off guard. It's so silly. It's so, it's so silly, but it catches me off guard every time. And I know, I know it's there. I know that this person I'm talking to is in another state halfway across the country. Yet for some reason, my brain goes, all right, six o'clock time to record. And I'll check my phone and have like 20 missed calls. You know, I'll have all these like three or four emails, very polite but just like, Hey, um, are you there? And it's like, Oh my God, I messed up <laughs> every time, every time. That's amazing. Yeah. I understand that though. You're like three hours behind the East coast. So yeah. And not every artist I have comes from LA. It's very nice and convenient when they do, but yeah. they, they don't all do. I mean, you're in Colorado, even though it's an hour difference. I, I even had to ask you when we got together to record, I was like, uh, six, my time, seven years. Right. <laughs> like I'm I have on, to confirm these things. Mountain time. Yeah. Yep. And then sometimes people, the reason why I say it can be unexpected with time zones is when I'm setting up to record with some folks. Um, we start a conversation, we're chatting, I'm getting to know them. I'm getting to, to get their work in. I'm looking at other stuff, but I don't really realize like, Oh, this artist doesn't live in LA. They live in New York. And so when we get ready to record, I'm like, wait, are you in New York? And they're like, yeah, I was like, I, I got to change my time zone. So like that, that'll catch me off guard because you just get to chatting with people. And before you go into a record, like email conversations and you realize like, oh, no, I ha I can't I can't record this day because the time doesn't work for me. Like it's just it will always catch you off guard. Those tricky time zones. What did you want or expect from this podcast? Like I already said it. Uh, I want people to succeed. I want to put artists out there. I want it to showcase amazing artists, independent artists that are hardworking and that deserve the acknowledgement of what they do uh, by putting them out there um, because I feel that so many are overlooked and I want it to be at least one outlet that they could use. Um, I think I stated it earlier, like if they succeed, I succeed. And that's what I want. That's what I want from this podcast is to put artists out there to promote amazing people that I see all the time getting passed up and overlooked because they don't fit an image or the facade. They're real. They're who they are. I'd rather, I'd rather check out their work than whatever crap is being fed to me from some media outlet. What's your biggest challenge that you've had to overcome? Are you still trying to overcome it or like, are you there? Are you you done it already. The biggest challenge, I think we also stated that earlier, uh, is the the social media combined with TikTok and YouTube. What we're doing now is this first premiere episode video. Um, that's been a big challenge for me is getting the 
the growth in social media to get the the listeners up, to get the supporters up, to get the subscribers up. It's very difficult to do that. Um, but it's a step-by-step process. I'm easy going. I'm chill. I'll, I'll figure it out and I'll get there when I get there. Um, it just, it's unfortunately going to take me a while, <laughs> but I'll get there. Uh, so yeah, I'm still working on social media, trying to figure that out. I'm looking to see if there are, are artists out there that I can trust people out there, independent people that can help me, you know, grow this format. Uh, I'll look into that and get that going. Uh, but again, it also comes back to finances. I'm not wanting to pay for certain things when it's like this, I'm doing this for free. Everything's out of my pocket. Um, I can't quite afford you know, some people they'll, they'll want like buku amounts of money and others. It's like, Oh, they're willing to meet me halfway. It's something reasonable. And I want to pay them for their work because it supports an independent artist and it benefits me. And I like that. And it'll also benefit my other artists if I can reach more people potentially on social media. Uh, and so hopefully this video will be my part of overcoming one of the one of the challenges with social media, which is TikTok and YouTube, trying to get that to grow and give the viewers on those outlets something to actually see other than pictures that pop up here and there. Is there any advice or something you would like to say to anybody who's looking to do this? I'm just going to say what's always been the theme on IPA sessions from every other artist, and that is do it, just do it. Uh, combined with everything else that I've talked about today, you have to do it. You have to relieve in yourself. You have to be the one to prop you up. It's good to have friends. It's good to have support. It's good to have others that you can rely on to help you, but you have to do it. You cannot just sit there and go, well, I came up with an idea. We'll see what happens. Oh, well, you know, I did make a short. No one liked it. I'm not doing it again. No, no, no. I don't mean like just do it. I mean like actively do it. Every time you fail, keep doing it. Like that's the best way to grow. That's the best way to improve as an artist. And that's the best advice I can give anyone is like, don't just do it, but keep actively pursuing it and actively doing it. Sounds kind of silly. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I think that's pretty good advice. I mean, it's it's, it's what so. every artist that has come on here has said, and they've all said it in their own unique way, but it really short shorthand is just do it. You have to do it. Um, if you want to make a podcast, make it, take some time, think about it, put thought into it and do it. If you want to make a film, same thing, take some time, put some thought into it, do it. You want to make music, take some time, put some thought into it, do it. You want to paint something, take some time, put some thought into it, do it. You want to be a pro wrestler, really think about it, put some time into it and do it. But either way, if you want to be an artist, put some time into it, put some thought into it and just do it. Do you have anything you'd like to promote? I do. IPA sessions. <laughs> Check us out every two weeks. Uh, this is a bi-weekly show. Uh, you can obviously, you're listening to us right now, but I don't know if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or Podbean, uh, Google Play. I hear Amazon Music. I actually seen there's a listener out there on Amazon Music. Thanks for checking me out on Amazon Music. Um, YouTube. We're live on YouTube. Come here to YouTube. Watch us now. Uh, I plan to have many more new sessions with new artists that you'll get to see face-to-face. Um, and TikTok. We have a TikTok. It'll be on there. Um, I will now have new videos. And hopefully the TikToks will actually be coming out just as quick as the episodes do. So that way you get a chance to catch a clip of like, hey, this is Lexi. And it's Lexi talking for you know about 30 seconds to a minute. Enough for you to go, 
oh, I think I'll check it out or nah, that bitch seems too crazy for me. Uh, That's totally fine. <laughs> That's totally fine. That's what the TikToks are for. The TikToks are to help draw you in, to give you snippets yeah. of the conversation. So you can be like, oh, this seems interesting. Let me check it out. Well, and you've got the YouTube shorts going with those too. Yeah. Those are really good. Mm-hmm. And everything is IPA sessions. It's plural. IPA sessions podcast. You can find, look up that name. You can find me. Uh, I finally figured out the algorithm to make it quickest. Uh, and if you're having a hard time like that, just look up indie artists and I tend to pop up in the feed, which is really great. I worked really hard for that. I mean, I have a lot of subscribers, but, uh, with all the hashtags and the the content, uh, I am in like the top five of indie artists. It seems to pop up, which is nice. It's a, a little, a big achievement for me, which may be small for others, but I'm very proud of that. That's awesome. Yeah. Good job. Is there anything other than your own show that you want to promote? Uh, keep an eye out for Lexi and I. Maybe this summer, uh, 2024, this summer, uh, we might have something awesome to show everyone on YouTube. <laughs> you do other things. I do. Um, I have other projects that I'm working on, uh, but right now everything is still in the writing phase. Nothing is in the filming phase. Mm-hmm. But come You're summer, right. come summer, I might be giving updates on this show for uh, things related to filming uh, as they become okay. more uh, grounded right. in a structure of reality that's actually going to happen. Uh, it's all like, about getting it together. Don't let this boy fool you. He's like, oh, he's writing some fucking script and sending it to me. Going, Have you read my script? Read my <laughs> script. You got to read my script. I'm mm-hmm. like, I haven't read this one yet. I've got four other ones you sent me. I haven't read yet that like I'll get to. And I'm, I'm really bad about that. I apologize. <laughs> hey, not, but I'm you know what? I know that you read them because when you do read them, you tear them apart. And I love it. <laughs> You, I still, okay, I still really like the one about the orange cult, but I hated the way you wrote it. I, I just, just rewrote that. I'll send you the new update. I thought the idea was like, I had my own idea for it. I was like, no, I want to steal your idea <laughs> and rewrite it to my own idea, which is better. I was like, because I'm like, everything is like kind of good here, but I'm like, but there's a way to make this like way more interesting. So I was like, there's some good shit here. If it makes you feel better, I think that I just achieved that. So I'll send you the new updated rewrite that I did. You'll really enjoy it. Your best thing that you've done. It's shorter. Is your, uh, I want to say, Cy Western? (laughs) My love letter to sci-fi dystopian uh, shoot 'em up Westerns. Yeah. That that was very well done. I think that's probably your best piece that you've done. I think I said nothing to change in it other than like, no, I didn't say to change anything in that yeah, one. You I just like, want you wanted me to add more. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's exactly what I said. I was like, this is great. I, I was like, I have, I want more, I have more no this, issues I want more with these this moments. One, which that coming from me should mean something. Like I was, no, like, it made this me is happy. Like pretty I was, much perfect. I was, in, I was, I was happy. Like, I was like, oh shit. Especially for you, I was like. This is great. I was like, this is probably one of your best writings easily. So I was like, you're you're a very competent writer. I know that you have a very particular style that is not necessarily cohesive with today's times. <laughs> no, it's not. But there is a market for it and a place for it, like Shutter or things Sci-fi like that. Sci-fi original. There, there are all kinds of people. <laughs> but there are all kinds of people out there doing essentially like what you're doing, and there's a market for them. So mm. if you could get the funding and you could get somebody to like back you, I absolutely feel like your stuff has a place in the world. So no, thank you. Kudos to that, and you'll get done. And I went to effects school with you, and I know that you understand the effects stuff and you oh, understand yeah. that side of things. And, and I've grown to have a respect for visual and where it's needed. So I appreciate that from you. Yeah, you should. 
I think that as someone who works in your industry and does what you do and the people that work in your industry who are ignorant about it, and I know I've been vocal about it many times, <laughs> don't be mean to um, visual effects artists. They deserve a lot of respect. They work very hard and they're treated very poorly. Most films are full of visual effects in this day and age. They've been like that for the last 20 years and you need to show them just as much respect as any other artist. And we're not talking about AI either. We're talking about actual visual effects artists that put in work and right. time. Not these this computer are... algorithm shit that gets more work than these actual artists get that deserve more. And you know, the thing about the AI stuff is that it's an inevitability. It's going to be there. You're just going to have to avoid it. I just saw an Old Spice Dolph Lundgren commercial. It was bad, but I saw it. That's really funny. You know what, though? I could see him just doing that anyway. I always thought Dolph Lundgren was such a bad actor. And then somehow in his older age, I have found him to be one of like it's my really good. favorite actors. Mm-hmm. He's wonderful. Yeah, it's really funny. But um, like me, you're... he's improved over time. <laughs> he has. You're like, you're like fine wine. You're just aging Great wonderfully story. as you get. Yeah. It you works. have a hot mom. Talk about your hot mom. <laughs> you do have a wonderful mom. I like let's, your mom. Let's wrap this up, Lexi. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, well, I'm wrapping it up. I'm Love like, you, we're mama. here. <laughs> yeah, come on now. You got to give your mom respect, right? Isn't yeah. that the whole thing about this? Oh, yes. And I uh, I personally, I do really appreciate you bringing Hardcore and Jerk on. Those are two friends of mine. And, but um, you recommend it. Yeah, you supported me. So I support you and support them. Um, and they deserve a platform to have their work spoken about on. And I know you liked wrestling. And so I thought, you know, you having an opportunity to get to talk to somebody who we also went to school with yeah. was a great opportunity. He's just blowing up. He is. Absolutely fucking blowing up. So I have a feeling if people get back to knowing about your episode, if you can get some like more promotion, if you can figure out your social media side of things to get some more promotion of hardcore, he's absolutely blowing up. Oh, he's thanks. part of some league now or something, and like yeah. he's just thanks to uh, huge. it's it's called a stable. He's a part of a stable. Um, okay, thanks, <laughs> thanks to hardcore and to uh, his buddy Mike who came on. He's a referee. He's a deathmatch referee, and he also does okay. indie pro wrestling. Um, both of those guys have uh, have given me quite a good. Uh, subscriber base it, it, i've gotten a lot of good listens on their episodes so i appreciate anyone out there listening that's also a fan like i am of the wrestling world and deathmatch thank you so much for your time and for supporting hardcore and mike appreciate it guys hardcore is one of the sweetest people i've ever met in my entire life and to watch him do that stuff it just like kills me sometimes because <laughs> he's so sweet he has like two cats and he's like the nicest person i know he's so <laughs> nice and i'm like oh my god dick what are you doing <laughs> and then jerk of course you know like i said he's a wonderful artist he's old school he's been around for years you know he recorded his first album with bootsy collins i think he said that on your show but he like, did he is he is someone that has been he's been to the top and he's it. he's been everywhere he's not just been at the top that, that dude's been everywhere I, uh, the I conversation i had with him was really good i highly he's recommend wild. people go give it a listen you get to hear some of his music in the episode but also go on spotify check him out it's jerk with two r's i can't think he's of self-made anybody. self-promoted he's got world. he's got knowledge it's it's fascinating yeah he's absolutely fascinating to talk to i talk to him all the time i get in trouble at work for spending too much time talking to him because i just talk to him but uh <laughs> seriously i can't think of anybody in the music world i'd want to meet more than bootsy collins so the fact that i know somebody who had the opportunity to work with the son of bootsy collins is just fucking insane, wild so. yeah all right got anything else you want to say 
Uh, no, you know, thank you. Uh, I, I appreciate you doing this today. I appreciate you being the host and guiding the show. It's a little different, but hey, you know, we needed something fresh. Uh, and uh, welcome to video. Down for you, you yeah. know, I tried to keep it down. Yeah, and video killed the podcast star. Does that is that a thing? I don't know. Video. What we're, what is it? We're doing well, video now, guys. So well, well, video. Yeah, I guess it would. Uh, well, I don't know. I'll just go with what you said. <laughs> video killed the podcast star because you know video yeah. killed the radio star now it's video yeah, yeah, killed yeah. the podcast star i don't know the video made the youtube star was what i was gonna say but who knows fair enough, fair I, don't, enough. I don't know all right here yeah. comes youtube fame let's get it come on subscribers please like subscribe and review it helps me so much it helps these artists uh i don't even care if you leave a bad review i'll take any review because it helps believe it or not yeah absolutely and I would say that this won't be the only time in the future you and I will be working together and we're we're working towards an idea. I also want to figure out how to put it on YouTube before I move forward with it. There will so. be a three demers reunion of sorts. We will we will be back to, to discuss and rip apart the remake world when we get the formula right. Well, there is a new um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers coming out, and I feel like perfect. I feel like we need to come back and perfect talk about opportunity. that. Considering we talked about all five of the other fuckers, and then like, we need to rewatch about... all five again. Oh God, no! I don't <laughs> want that. that. That sounds like pain. But thank you, Fuck. Lexi. I really appreciate you coming on and doing this. So thank you very much. I had a great it time. Is, hey, why don't you say my catchphrase that I'd like to end the show on to all the listeners out there? Uh, until the next time. As always, stay golden. Yeah, stay golden. There you go. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye. How how do you end video? (laughs) Thanks for listening and watching. We are now, as stated, on YouTube at IPA Sessions Podcast, where you can catch fresh new bi-weekly episodes. And please rate and review and click that subscribe button. And don't forget to hop over to TikTok to check out some reels and clips from the show. And... We are on Instagram at IPA Sessions Podcast. And if you're an independent artist out there looking to promote yourself and showcase your work and want to share your journey with us, please email me at IPA Sessions Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you were able to find inspirations for practical application in